Well, it was a shock, I have to say. I mean, I did see signs that there was going to be violence at some point in the year, but I don't think anybody really predicted that that event was going to turn as violent as it did. Um, It's still unclear how much planning there was involved in that, if any, really, to storm the Capitol or if that was just something that happened in the course of that day. But there, there definitely were warning signs that something was going to happen at some point in the year. Uh, and most of it we, we thought was going to be lone wolves or maybe a couple of people who get together and do things. And, and I'll tell you, the warning signs were that there was a lot of chatter on social media, that the election had been stolen, that the Democrats were trying to turn the country into a dictatorship. There was a lot of conspiracy theories, you know, the QAnon and others that were really um, kind of going to a very extreme point, saying that the only way to really get out of this is through violence. And so when you see that kind of chatter and you see a high volume of it, lots of people agreeing with it, lots of people starting to talk about violence. And and the other thing that I saw was that uh, through the work I do with FBI, there were more and more uh, of the agents I work with who were saying, you know, we're having people we have to talk to because they're they're really speaking openly about attacking various targets. So there, there was clearly more um, violent planning going on, more what we call ideation. When people talk about their plans for violence, there was much more of that going on. So surprised by the specifics of January 6th, but not surprised by that there was violence. With us is Dr. Carl Calton-Haler from the University of Akron. And, Carl, when we look at these groups, these homegrown American extremism groups, and, you know, QAnon is one of them, I mean, they are trending, unfortunately, up. They're saying one in three Americans are endorsing a view of violence against the government, and sometimes they find it justified. So when we talk about this homegrown mm-hmm. American violence, get into these groups because you certainly you know a whole lot about this. Educate us on what is happening right now in this country with this extremism. Well, QAnon is only one part of the picture. There, there are a lot of different groups and, and a lot of it's not even really organized. A lot of it is just, you know, somebody who's on social media or has some other kind of platform where they are are spouting conspiracy theories or they're spouting, you know, just a general view that the government is after the quote-unquote, you know, normal American, the average American. And, you know, it feeds into a lot of people who feel powerless or paranoid or, um, you know, they're, they're so surrounded by this, this narrative, this story that the government is after them by people who they trust that they start to buy it. They start to believe that, hey, this is an explanation for why the world is the way it is. And, you know, this is the thing that bothers me the most that really worries me is that there's so much of this out there. And some of it has really got into the mainstream of some of the, the TV shows, some of the TV channels that are out there that sees this kind of sense of paranoia that the government's after you. You know, the FBI is, is mounting false flag operations to arrest average Americans, or that the CIA is spying on you, or that the NSA is spying on you, these kinds of things. And they, they breed this paranoia, and and to a certain extent, it's some people say, hey, I can, I can be a somebody, I can do something for my people, 
by by acting on it. And so that's that's the really dangerous mix where you've got all this paranoid narrative going on around there out there. Um, it, some people live in a bubble. Well, that's all they hear. And then there's somebody who says, you know, I really want to be somebody. I want to matter. And they, they, they act on it. So when I saw that, uh, I know exactly the statistics you're talking about where 30% of the people are saying that, uh, you know, it's justified to engage in violence against the government. That's an uptick. So that's worrying that it's changed over time. Uh, that, that's, you know, a quarter or a third of the population of the United States is, is so disaffected from its government that they would think violence is justified. That's problematic. You know, people need to think about the consequences of the the things that they're saying. And I think a lot of people are saying it simply to get clicks or to get viewers or whatever. I don't think they necessarily buy it, but a lot of people out there are buying it and it's dangerous. Carl, let me ask you this. I was doing some readings in the last week leading up to this week and our conversations this week that they're saying the insurrection of 2021 is just the tip of the iceberg, that there's more plans going forward. With that being said in those readings, how concerned are you going forward with these extremist groups in our country? So I, I'm, I'm, quite ex- I'm quite concerned not so much about extremist groups. I'm more concerned about what I've been calling the narrative or this, this extremist rhetoric or talk about, you know, the government being against us. There's, there's only one person who can save us. That person's election was robbed from him. You know, put all those things together. It creates a pretty toxic mix where there's people who think, look, we're, we're, we're either at a precipice or we're over the precipice and we need to act now because America's being stolen from us. That, that kind of thing compels people to act. And so that, that's what worries me is that there's more and more people who are feeling like I voted or I, or, or maybe I didn't vote, but uh, in any case, the votes of the people who voted for the right guy didn't count. And so America's not a democracy anymore. America's a tyranny. And so I need to fight that tyranny. That, that to me, is a really problematic thing. And I know that a lot of people uh, are buying that. You put that together with people who say violence is justified. And I know through discussions through with uh, colleagues at the FBI that they often have to investigate people who are basically saying that they're plotting. And then you have to determine, okay, are these people really serious about their plots or is this just talk? You can't take the chance, right? You can't say, I'm not going to investigate this. This person's just a, a windbag. But there's a lot of that talk, a lot of that, you know, people at least planning uh, to carry out violent attacks. And, and, and most of this, like I said, is this lone wolf stuff. So you put, you put the, the people who are spreading this, uh, if you want to call it ideology or story out there, with people who are angry and disaffected, and they become lone wolves. And that's really where the scary part of this comes in. Carl, uh, great. You know, organized violence attacks, I'm not as concerned about. 